A reading from the book of the prophet Jonah. The word of the Lord came to Jonah, saying, Set out for the great city of Nineveh and announce to it the message that I will tell you. So Jonah made ready and went to Nineveh according to the Lord's bidding. Now Nineveh was an enormously large city. It took three days to go through it. Jonah began his journey through the city and had gone but a single day's walk, announcing, Forty days more and Nineveh shall be destroyed. When the people of Nineveh believed God, they proclaimed a fast, and all of them, great and small, put on sackcloth. When God saw by their actions how they turned from their evil way, he repented of the evil that he had threatened to do to them. He did not carry it out. The word of the Lord.
A reading from the first letter of St. Paul to the Corinthians. I tell you, brothers and sisters, the time is running out. From now on, let those having wives act as not having them, those weeping as not weeping, those rejoicing as not rejoicing, those buying as not owning, those using the world as not using it fully, for the world in its present form is passing away. The word of the Lord. be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Mark. After John had been arrested, Jesus came to Galilee proclaiming the gospel of God. This is the time of fulfillment. The kingdom of God is at hand. Repent and believe in the gospel. As he passed by the Sea of Galilee, he saw Simon and his brother Andrew casting their nets into the sea. They were fishermen. Jesus said to them, come after me and I will make you fishers of men. Then they abandoned their nets and followed him. He walked along a little further <clears throat> and saw James, the son of Zebedee and his brother John they too were in a boat, mending their nets. Then he called them. So they left their father Zebedee in the boat, along with the hired men, and followed him. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. This Sunday we consider as somewhat of a Respect Life Sunday because tomorrow we'll have the day of prayer for protection of unborn life and have a special prayer time here. And we know that the March for Life went on just before the weekend in Washington 
Even though it was as cold as it was here, there were 100,000 people gathered for that March for Life, all witnesses to the value of every human life from conception to natural death. And the theme for this year was uh, with every woman and for every child. And we want to walk with every woman, supporting them and helping them choose life. And if they don't choose life, to help them receive healing. And for every child, that again, every child, a gift from God, a person that has a destiny and a purpose from the Lord. And we can hear in the scriptures today the call to repentance. Eh? Jesus begins his preaching, repent and believe in the gospel. Repent and believe in the gospel. The gospel is the good news that the Father so loved the world that he gave his only son. And Jesus laid down his life for us to open heaven for us. That's the good news. And to believe requires that repentance to turn to the Lord. Repentance means turning away from sin, turning toward the Lord. It comes from the Greek word metanoia, a change of heart, a change of mind, a change of direction. When we repent, we turn away from sin and turn toward the Lord, allowing us to receive then what he has for us. And as we think about again the, the gift of life and to protect all life, we see what a challenge we're facing again. Even though Roe versus Wade was overturned last year, a good decision, it's left to the states, each of their legislatures. And we know some states have laws that are more protective of the unborn, others do not. So that's why again, the witness of March for Life still calling us to awaken to the real gift of every human life, to see that more clearly and also to walk with those who've made a tragic choice for abortion, to walk with them and help them receive healing from the Lord. When I was a young priest just after ordination, I went through a wonderful program for us clergy called Project Rachel. Project Rachel it was education and training in how to walk with women who had the trauma of abortion how to support them, how to listen to them, to celebrate the, the sacrament of reconciliation as a doorway to mercy and healing, but also recognizing a much more after confession, the need for counsel, the need for support and, and healing. Found that one of the things that's hardest for a woman who's had an abortion is to even forgive herself, to accept God's mercy, for that what happened. And there's a beautiful assurance in the words of Jesus to Saint Faustina, again of his infinite mercy, even for those that feel their sin is the worst. Here's what Jesus said to Faustina. My mercy is greater than your sins. Even though your sins may be as scarlet, my mercy is greater than those sins and those of the entire world. I let my sacred heart be pierced with a lance, thus opening wide the source of mercy for you. Come then with trust to draw graces from this fountain. I never reject a contrite heart. Jesus' sacred heart pierced 
so that his mercy could flow into the broken hearts of women, the broken hearts of men. Jesus' sacred heart is heart of divine mercy, pours out that mercy day after day. Those most in need of that mercy, he comes to assure them, come to me, I will receive you. So we bring that to our uh, ministries. And it's beautiful that we have the care clinic in our town and in the satellite sites of uh, Sawyer and Ishbami. Such a wonderful ministry that we can support and some of you are involved in. And it's a way to, again, assure women you can come and with your difficulties, with difficult decisions, listen to a call for life, but also if you've suffered, how the Lord is with you. We walk with them. Jesus wants to transform us as instruments of his mercy, just as he called the apostles in the gospel today. And he said, come after me, and I will make you fishers of men. He said to the apostles, come after me, and I will make you fishers of men. The Lord can make us new persons. He can make us better channels of mercy when we allow him. It's his work within us that transforms us to receive that mercy and allow that mercy to flow through us to others. That's what we want to do as we continue on in uh, this time of uh, reconciliation, this time of needing transformation. Let's trust in the Lord. Let's trust in his power beyond us. Again, he wants to work in us and through us so that our culture becomes not a culture of death, but a culture of life. A culture of life where we recognize the dignity and sanctity of every human person from conception to natural death. And that we raise up hearts again that can reflect the love of the heart of Jesus.